Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The suppression of the use of marijuana and of the forces lurking behind it are the most important jobs this department is now engaged. In 1930, yeah, we're talking fine cannabis today, but we would be remiss if we didn't give a shout out to our favorite sponsors in the world. We want to give a shout out to our friends over at Seed and Smith Cannabis. Y'all hear us talk about not only the dart pen, but they got killer flower as well. You can go to www.seedandsmith.com to see where the nearest location to you to pick up fine cannabis. Again, you know the dart pen. They also have all of those great flavors in the dart pen in their 510 thread as well. So if you have a couple batteries laying around, maybe you lost your dart cart like Kip did and you just have the batteries at home, they've got the 510s available across the community. So I definitely recommend it. They're great people providing great products. Can't vouch for them enough. That's Seed and Smith Cannabis. They have two locations of their own shops, one on Oakland Street and then the lo- their flagship location at 1413 Hecla Way. And also, don't forget, you can go to places like Pot Guide, Weed Maps, and all that. They will help you find your product. Whatever you may be looking for, whether it's the guests from today's uh, cannabis, or if it's Seed and Smith, or if it's our badass friends over it. Cali's Cannabis, our second sponsor of the day. As you know, they have an epic rewards program, loyalty points that you get you, you know, free stuff walking out the door. And then obviously we have the dollar joint cards. Cali's Cannabis serving up primo can- uh, flour, as well as all the hits that you look for and edible companies and things of that nature. They have all of that at their locations, including the North Glen location, their 31st and Larimer location, and their location at 8th and Canosa Court. Um, fantastic spread. You can get whatever you need. And Charles is in charge of the grow, so you know it's fucking fire. He's also going to be helping with the, uh, the March dinner series, so stay tuned throughout this episode and listen for that pre-sale code that may be somewhere in here that allows you to buy tickets early to our dinner series for March 24th. Tickets go on sale this Friday to the general public, but on Thursday you'll have a little insight as to uh, how you can get those tickets. So stay tuned and listen all the way. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another week of Stone Petit with your host, as always, it's me, Kip, and across the screen, Chris, we're going back-to-back screenies. Uh, how are you, CB? I'm doing great. It'd be better if this was in person, but it's a repeat guest for you and a new guest for me. 
Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the new shop and we're going to definitely go visit it. So as they see, as you hear this, you're actually able to see pictures on our Instagram from when we went and did a site tour in between the intro and things of that nature. But today we're sitting down with repeat guests, John Spatafora and Mike Liebowitz from Veritas Cannabis. We've heard people tell us in the past, Chris, that we got people hooked on Veritas because it is finer cannabis options. It's the upper echelon of weed. And after we had that episode, we kind of got hooked on that smoking purely dank ass weed train. It's that top, top took, show. It's that top, top. Yeah. It's the, uh, I don't even know what the term is. I'm so uh, just regular Joe that I don't know what's above top shelf, but platinum. We're, we're talking <laughs> platinum stuff today, but these guys, they've actually recently through the COVID times. And since we last spoke have opened a new office here in Colorado, they're still curating some of their fine, fine cannabis, but they also have done some white labeling as well in the community. Um, as you're listening to this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the intriguing marketing campaigns and what better person to have on the podcast than Mike and John for this exact reason. Um, they're kind of the heads of the ship. They, they do this operation. So we're ready to pick the brain. But for those that maybe haven't caught up in the, every episode that we've ever had, John, Mike, we like to ask our guests some get to know you questions just to break the ice. Chris, I'm going to kind of let you tee it off and just get the ball rolling. And then I'll just fire Pepper in. All right. All right. I got a few things to Pepper in as well. But uh, we'll start with you, John. So we always start out with, are you a transplant or a native to Colorado? I'm a Colorado native. Colorado native. Yep. What part of Colorado? Montrose, Colorado, the West Slope. Boy. Now I remember asking you that. I think I did get that one in there. Yeah, last time. Fuck yeah. So cannabis does sometimes mess with my memory. It gets a little fuzzy, but these things are like recursors. John. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> how, how'd, you, how'd you make it from Montrose to Denver and cannabis? Um, it was a long journey. I, I, haven't, I left Montrose for college. I went to school at University of Colorado and never really went back. I uh, was kind of looking for the larger city. And Went to school in Boulder, skied in Breckenridge, got my then girlfriend, now wife, pregnant. So I moved to her hometown of Louisiana, which wasn't very cool. And then I got pulled into like the casino world, eventually ended up in Vegas uh, before moving back to Colorado in 2014. And shortly after I moved back to Colorado, ran into a college buddy who had uh, recently partnered with Mike on what was to become Veritas Cannabis. So that was my super quick route from you know the the montrose to to veritas yeah so, but hold, hold, hold on there where, where in louisiana did you say it sucked it didn't suck it was very hot and humid i'm gonna get into some yeah. trouble um uh, she lives in lake charles louisiana it's like there's a lot of hurricanes and a lot of bugs and it's a lot of humidity so it's really no, that place kind really of tough adjust coming from breckenridge yeah it's kind of stuck that's in my I-10 corridor that y'all shitting on. But uh, before we ask Mike any questions, I want to give a quick shout out to John's. What? How is that your? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I want to know about your I-10 corridor story. I like how you claim it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm golf trash. Thank you very much. I was born in Louisiana, lived in Mississippi. Family's in Mobile as well. So I kind of have that corridor dibbed. I call dibs, John. Sorry. <laughs> you can have it. 
<laughs> yeah, you, you slander it, but it's some of the best food in the country. Um, shout sure. out to John's son, I believe, that's up at Wyoming as well. Uh, loyal listener and fan of the podcast, but I think that was the last oh, time. Oh, that's hilarious. You remember what we were talking about? Yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. too funny. See, it, told, it just took a minute for me to kind of grab that refresher. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for opening the, mi- the door to my mind. Um, all right, Mike, give us a quick recap. Give us the abridged version of the Spatafora story as well. Um, okay, he grew up in Montrose. No, not he, that. You. Um, <laughs> uh, Repeat. Played football in high school. He was a star quarterback. He didn't tell you that, did he? Um, he's very handsome, rugged. Home, handsome. Homecoming king. Home, I think he might have been. Might have had. Might have been. Um, no. Keep keep I'm going. Just, this is fantastic. Yeah. You're doing a great job, Mike. <laughs> thank, thank you. I figured as much. Um, well, my name is Mike. I grew up on the uh, in the mean streets of Hartford, Connecticut, um, and I uh, came out to school also at the University of Colorado. But I did not know John out there. Um, I got in the weed business as soon as we were legally able to because I'm a huge pothead and I've been in it since kind of day one. It was legal in Colorado, perhaps an ink before inkling before then, but you can't really prove anything. So it's out of the statute uh, of limitations. We all know that. Yeah, thank you. That's that's what it was. Um, but you know, I've uh uh been out here for twenty uh more than half my life, 23, 24 years with 98 minus wherever we are today. What is this? 22, 24 years I've been out here. So I, um, I'm a Colorado and I'm a Broncos fan and, uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I love this place. Wait, time out. Did you, were you a Bronco? Do you claim them? Like, or were you, I guess so 98 my, uh, jump in. The, the, the only time I've ever written a social media post that was longer than a sentence or, you know, where I didn't share pictures of my kids that I have recently. Um, it was to come out of the Tom Brady kind of closet. I was uh, a Pats fan growing up forever. And one of my uh, friends, uh, was actually one of my business partners too, different guy, um, had Bronco season tickets forever. And I used to go to games all the time wearing Pats jerseys. And I was the only Pats fan in the South stands and everyone hated me, of course. And I just, kind of kept like rooting for the Broncos a little bit more and more, you know, I'd go to games, you know, when the Pats weren't playing and root for the Broncos and the Pats played and of course the Pats. And it just, you know, I had this kind of coming out of, of my experience when, when Brady came here and they were the AFC championship game, which paid Manning one, I like wrote this novel on Facebook and I was just like, you know what? I've been a Pats fan forever today. I'm rooting for the Broncos. And I think half my friends that I grew up with pretty much defriended me and disowned me at that moment. But I, that was kind of my realization that I'm no, no longer from New England and I, I'm from Colorado. So I've, I've switched. I'm, That's a fantastic story. And to touch on something you said earlier before you kind of I railroaded the conversation, when you do post pictures of your kids on Instagram, I often go, who the fuck do I follow that has kids like on this page? And so it does throw me for a loop when you do throw that. Because I mean, I've been following you from now for a minute. But that's also a good point of like, you planted your flag by, you know, I don't know, rejecting the claim of the crown, you know, of the goat and Tom Brady, you know, cheering against them. And so I, I respect that. And I imagine a lot of folks will. So if you wanted to hang your hat on that, we'll allow that. 
I, I have cool. shitty teams. All right, guys. So we've talked a little bit about y'all. We've kind of recapped folks for those that couldn't remember or didn't catch the first one. Let's talk about Veritas. Most people know it as, you know, the jars on the shelves, but tell us a little bit about how y'all became the fine tuned high end cannabis, you know, of Colorado. Let me take a quick stab at this and then I actually have to hang up and I'm going to turn the rest over to John. Um, we're going to talk uh, so bad about you when you get off. <laughs> I, I hope so, as you should. Um, you know, I, I think the, the, the formation of how we came about, you know, was, was, is and was purely quality driven. Um, you know, what's, what's the only thing that I've never been willing to compromise on and that I think is synonymous with, with uh, the people that decide to work with us is quality. Um, we've thrown out enough weed to make you sad and, and, and depressed to realize that, well, we, you know, we our standard for what goes in our packaging now and for what we sell to the public is, you know, something I feel like I would want to smoke myself. And it, that's what we smoke. So, you know, we, we are we strive to create, you know, we, we know there's a lot of weed options and a lot of choice out there, but we really strive to make, you know, the experience as authentic as possible. Every strain is authentic. Uh, to what the, to what the genetics are, and you know if we're putting in an eighth jar, you better believe it's going to look really beautiful. So, um, you know that's that's something that we've we've kind of been obsessed with, and you know hence the name, the truth. You know that to us that that's really been you know our singular focus. Um, you know has 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 been not, not been willing to compromise. You know our quality for anything or anybody. No, and I can understand that. And oftentimes, you know, I know that y'all have done some work with folks like, you know, cookies and things of that nature, so that it can kind of get a little bit crazy. Are y'all still doing a lot of that white labeling? Like, that's a lot to undertake because cookies is a fucking huge brand. And then y'all are also producing high end cannabis as well. Does that get a little hectic or crazy over there? Did y'all see <laughs> this in y'all's foresight of having to work with burner and things? Perfect time for me to hang up. Peace. Uh, have a great <laughs> No, I'll, We'll throw that one to John. That was really yeah, Oh, that's hilarious. Come to the office sometime and we'll have some lunch, Kip. Come hang out. All right. See you, buddy. It was amazing. He just like exited at the most perfect time. Like curtain out, mic out. Perfect. Yeah. He was like, oh, is that a loaded question? I told you we were Barbara Walters you every now and then. Yeah. Um, you guys are, you guys are good. I wouldn't say good, but we're here. <laughs> <laughs> you're available we'll yeah, yeah i got you for 30 minutes um but yeah the question still stands john i mean you're the head of sales and marketing y'all have seen a, a, a definitely a boost in sales for y'all's product how's it been with spreading yourselves by working with cookies and having a competitor selling your product on the shelf as well you know it's been great you know we we got into the cookies relationship with the idea that it would help us to expand awareness of who we were and it certainly has done that um, I would say even more than we originally expected. I think that it, it put a light on us. And, you know, you talked about people know us for our jars. I think the jar represents accountability. You know, we're responsible for what we put in that jar. Um, we're accountable to our customers for what we put in the jar. And I think cookies helped us to get to a spot where the Colorado market, one, was ready to start trusting packaged product. And that was a really good thing for us. And it also gave us access and, you know, it, it's some cool stuff. Our, our garden team manages 120 uh, different genetics right now, which is incredible. And, you know, that, that variety of flavors allows us to curate a really cool menu and we're super proud of it. And I think that speaks to the quality that Mike talked about and speaks to, you know, kind of just what this brand's become. So yeah, we do, we do cookies. We actually have a few additional 
uh, partnerships that you'll see coming out in the next few months um, with some different brands that we think are accretive and, and kind of speak to a different segment of the market that may not be aware of the work that we're doing and the, the products that the garden are putting out. And that we think it's a great way to, to introduce new people to what we're doing. So we're, it's been a great relationship for us. A lot of work, but it's been a good relationship. So, so I got a question on another type of relationship I noticed when I was looking at y'all's website earlier. What's this going on with Oscar Blues? Uh, yeah, that's another super cool one. And that's, you know, I think as we see these brands growing, we're just seeing so many cool opportunities and we love collaborating with other great Colorado brands. So uh, Oscar Blues came about last spring. We took an investment um, from um, the founder of Oscar Blues, Dale Katet just became part of the team. And he's been amazing. You know, as we look at Mike and I meet with the team and we try and talk about you know, making some tough decisions and understanding parts of business that no, we've never dealt with before. No one in our world's ever dealt with before. And we found a resource in Dale that he's been down a very similar path in the past. And we think that craft beer and craft cannabis are going to probably mature very similarly. So we brought him on onto the team. It's been phenomenal having him involved. And since he got involved, we really looked for chances to work with, you know, his brands in ways that we think are meaningful and get uh, exposed a little bit of his customer base to us and vice versa. So we're, we have a collaboration coming with him. We're super excited about, um, we were giving a tour to his head brewer, uh, the head brewer from Oscar blues and started talking about terpenes and terpenes that were found in the strain because our growth style and strain selection is all based on the terpene content of the flower. Terpenes are also present in hops and they are actually what provide the flavor for different beers. And so the conversation started about, what would it be like if we created a, a beer to match one of your strains? Come, couple couple weeks later, kind of comes back to the surface and everyone's really excited about it. Fast forward to where we're at right now. They've actually brewed an IPA that's available in all their tap rooms and restaurants right now uh, called Project V. It's an IPA that is made to pair with our Slap and Tickle. So if you could, if Slap and Tickle's been uh, repackaged in specific Project V packaging right now, and if you go to one of these tap rooms and, and try that beer, you'll, you'll notice similar aromas, similar uh, flavors even. One's nothing but a beer. There's no weed in their beer. Obviously, ours is only weed. But you start to see the similarities. And we think it's really cool. And if you start thinking of the story of these plants and how it's connected to other parts of, of our world, um, we just think that opens it up to a broader market. So we're very excited about it. They're actually planning on rolling that beer out nationwide uh, this spring. So we're super pumped. I mean, we're going to, you're going to get to see our logo on cans of beer across the country and all used to tell the story about cannabis and how it's interconnected to beer and some really great beers. And I think that just kind of helps to continue the conversation, you know? <laughs> I, that's I, that's awesome. a great, that is, that's a killer collab and are not even a collab, but like using your, you know, reaching new markets. And I know that we've, I've spoken with folks that have kind of dipped their toe in that pod, but, you know, talking about this, and then you mentioned you had 120 plus genetics, you know, in the warehouses um, here in Denver. I mean, y'all have got to be popping seeds like every fucking hour. Y'all are doing pheno hunts over there. How are we coming up with these? I remember asking you about who has the dumbest name for this weed and who comes up with it. We've got a new contender, but how are we, you know, what are these phenos? What are we crossing over here that y'all are doing over at the shop that gives you all these opportunities and different kind of vibes? You don't like slap and tickle? 
No, I fucking think that one's actually <laughs> so much better than Gary Payton. Um, but <laughs> if it had been Sean Kemp, I'd have been all over it as a supersonic right? fan in the 90s. But no, Slap and Tickle's a, an interesting one. It makes me think there's a unicorn on the front of it. <laughs> we you know, but we do have one called Unicorn Poop. So that one's that's the one that, okay that's right okay. yeah so i'm not strange. far removed but i think that was a well-developed question the first time i asked this one's more based <laughs> off of uh i guess terpene profiles flavor profiles and i guess yeah that's it yeah i mean it's it's a it's a tough challenge right we want to manage the menu we want to keep unique stuff going on um we're very fortunate we work with some phenomenal breeders and we'll actually be launching a new project pretty soon bob Baffert. that is <laughs> yeah right that's uh not not yet we're waiting for that call though um you know we're launching a product that that we're going to start calling out the breeders on our labels as well because they're an important part of this value chain uh we're going to start calling out the pheno hunters because we think that's an equally important part of the value chain you know those are it, people are doing lots of great work uh we've actually just kicked off a breeding project at one of our facilities so we will um you know some point down the road call it another year and a half two years start introducing our own line of genetics uh, and, and what we've learned through this, I mean, when we first met you, I think we were just contemplating the first Pheno hunt and we've now done a few of them and we try and every activation, we try and get a lot of feedback from the customer. We, you know, what's cool. And we don't want to do things just to do them. You know, we want to involve people in a way that tells the story and gets them activated and, and engage with the brand. And we've learned that people are really interested in this process. Um, we've got it's a, a, a box coming. It's a ton of fun. I mean, like the science that's in there, you know, we're now. It's crazy. We'll, we'll pheno out a new strain and we'll do terp tests on every pheno. And the results are wildly different, which makes perfect sense because you have kids. One's good at one thing and terrible at the, at the next. And, you know, the next kid is, <laughs> is vice versa, right? But they have the same genetics and it's the same thing. So it's really cool to see people like starting to understand that and care. Um, we think we found a great way to kind of like put it all together so that people can experience it. And we found that just, you know, by being, by just telling the story of what's going on, um, that's it. There's no sugar coating. You know, we, we tell the pretty side, we tell the ugly side and just like, this is how it works. And people seem to appreciate that. It's been a super fun journey for us. Um, we have a new Fino box coming down and I'm so excited. It's a lineage box. So we actually flowered out at the same time. Um, the two parent strains and also the cross that we made with them. So you'll get, it's a total of three strains. You get mom, dad, and the kid, and you get to try them all. I mean, I think it's just super cool. And these ideas are coming from everywhere. I mean, that's the, that idea came from the garden. Um, some ideas come out of the marketing side. Some ideas come out of like, like customer feedback on Instagram. Like we, we get it from everywhere. I think that we're creating so much content. We take the approach that every idea is worth considering. Um, so it, it makes it a lot of fun, man. We're having a blast. Dude, that, uh, it sounds like y'all got a lot of shit going on. This is fantastic. I love to hear this. Yeah, yeah we're, we're uh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, I just say we're fortunate, man. We're very fortunate. We've been very lucky that you know the markets responded well, and it really comes back to that. Like, it's, it's people participating with our stuff gives us the confidence to do more, and, and we've been really lucky that the team we put together is so creative and so engaged, and they just put the work in, man. They put a lot of work in. It's, it's really fun to be a part of. Well, I mean, I feel like I haven't heard of many other brands out there that are reaching out for this type of engagement like i think as the cannabis industry moves forward having that like you, you mentioned like putting the breeder on the label doing things i think like that's that. a great idea like Chris. that's 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 really fucking cool because you can reach out and get more information other than just relying on let's say like the bud tender 
Because no yep. other brand has information available really like that. Well, and it's very similar. You guys talk about great restaurants all the time. And, you know, and I, I come from the hospitality side of things and I come from the, the restaurant world. And one of the most important pieces to, to the end result is all the ingredients that go into it. And there's been this great movement and, and restaurants are recognizing the farms they get their fruit from. And, and, and I think that's become such an important part of our consciousness there. And I think it's the same thing. Like it's just everyone, every part of this chain is incredibly important. And any one part of it could mess it up for the rest of us. So those that have really put the energy and work should be out there. And that just creates accountability. At the end of the day, I still believe that the person who wins the most in all this is the consumer. No, I agree too, because everybody asks, you know, like we see it now in our nutrition labels as well. Like you see where things come from, you see what's in it. What, but it's also not necessarily accountability, but it's praise. It's like this guy or this girl worked their ass off and produced yeah. bank weed. And now we're selling it in droves, you know, like give them credit where credit's due. It's not like you're ever taking something to market that's buster or you're y'all are usually not taking things to market that are buster. So it's not like it's an accountability thing. It's more of a, like, who do I follow on Instagram? You know, it's Absolutely. like loving in her eyes, you know, she kills it. She kills it. And so like, if you knew that she was selling this out of a specific jar or, you know, you find a grower that you like at a specific brand and they go with a second strain, you're probably going to follow that grower. It becomes, it, that's a fantastic idea. I mean, yeah, you can call it accountability, but I think it's credit where credit's due. That's awesome. Sure. Well, it, it, it's, it's accountability. It's also credit, you know, and I think it comes down to both. And, you know, it's, it's funny that when we first started, you know, I give so much credit to Mike because he really believed in He's a lot of this He's not on here anymore. You don't have to suck I know, up. that's the last nice thing I'll actually say about him. But, you know, a, a long time ago when he was growing this amazing weed and I was new and I was new to the weed world, but I came from beverage and I was so surprised by the lack of brands in cannabis. And we talked about it and he believed in a lot of the stuff we were pitching and seriously invested in things that other people didn't do back then. Logo, branding, you know, in-house sales team, in-house marketing team. And the net result of that is that we are actually able to, to support these products now. And so it's like, you know, there's so many parts of the value chain that we can now give, you know, spread awareness. And we've got this amazing platform. These breeders that are doing phenomenal work, I mean, fuck, we want to recognize them. So they continue to do more great work and give us more great cuts. And, and just the change just keeps continuing, you know? So it's good. We're excited. We're, I mean, it's, it's, it's so much fun. Everything we're doing is a blast. A lot, I mean, too much going on sometimes, but so much of a blast. He, when people say work is a blast, Chris, we know that they're blowing smoke up our ass. We got to really dig deep here, find out what's going on at the Veritas shop. And yeah, um, it's, Mike and I are such <laughs> dorks. We, we, we kid around that like we're at a spot in our lives sometimes on Sunday afternoon. We'll like text them and they'll be like, how much longer till we go back to the office? Because I'm, I'm ready to go back to work again. So it's we're having a blast. With it right now. I think that's probably part because you'll have like 70 kids between the two of y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, somewhere quiet. Somewhere quiet yeah. and stocked with weed. Uh huh. Yeah. Now that you, and so I guess that's a perfect time to shift into this. You know, obviously marijuana saw a big boom during COVID. Since we last saw y'all, y'all decided to move closer to the city. Thank God. Um, and y'all have a new office. Tell us a little bit about uh the company vibe over there, Veritas, right now. Y'all buzzing you know, on all cylinders. We're buzzing on all cylinders. You know, we we're we're trying to build a team for the future, and I think everything that we're doing, we're trying to start attracting people who look at this as a career as opposed to a job and who want to get involved in, in building what we're what we're building and so one of the perks we wanted to have is we wanted to be able to have uh, weed available in our office to sample try new things coming out of the garden 
um, share with influencers. You know, if you guys had uh, wanted to come and hang out with us in person, we would have happily rolled a joint over this interview. And, you know, I think that that's an important part of what we're doing. It's not, we're proud of what we're doing. We're proud of what we're putting out. And so we've created an environment where, you know, if, if the work's getting done, we don't, we let people consume cannabis. It's a private environment and it's become a great perk. You know, it, it's become something that I think um, it would be, we would have a, a revolt if we took it away in a way that uh, we probably wouldn't have if we took away the health insurance. I think they care more about their weed benefits, but um, you know, if, if they work in an unlicensed facility, then that's a great opportunity. So we've got an office. We're proud of the products we put out. We, we, we hold ourselves accountable. We case them all. It's an important what part of the QC process. Man. Right now. <laughs> at that uh, office, know, I can't work <laughs> on the grounds with the, uh, yeah, unfortunately uh, that that's anywhere this license doesn't work that way. So uh, it's only at the office. Okay. Well, that's a great call. Um, that's not a bad, you know, and that's yeah, we're, we're looking for models for our new merch thing. You can come in, you can be our, our brand ambassador. You're, you're a handsome look, gentleman. Are y'all looking for scrawny, uh, pale men? Cause that's we me. Have a hard, it's the hardest thing to find is a scrawny pale man. You know, we find Especially that Especially in Denver where everyone like works out and does outdoor shit. You just need a good bar dweller that has no tan. <laughs> Very funny. Outdoor exposure. And I've got modeling experience, John. Sign me up, my oh. friend. I didn't realize that we were going to meet that need. I'm going to check that off and stop working for the day. Fantastic. Yes, I'm sir. Stri I'm strictly hand model. So if you need some hands <laughs> and some photos. Sadly right. enough, I'm also primarily a hand model. People have used my hand in gift card presentation uh, ads before. Oh, that's hilarious. The, the face doesn't make as many cuts. Um, yeah. Okay, I had a really good question, but I fucking lost it because I was talking about god damn it um we gotta get back on track here oh wait no i know what it is now john yeah we definitely wanted to do this live but had we done that your maid or excuse me your nanny would have been screwed you realize she that? Been screwed. i know you have been talking to us from the car so i mean while the tesla is pretty um it would have been <laughs> yeah. what if you had just left us the keys that wouldn't have gone well that I, you know, you guys are always welcome. I, I trust you. You can hold up there. Uh, you know, really all it's going to have is just smoke yourself into ordering a bunch of pizzas. So, well, luckily enough, you are right there next to uh, Stanley Marketplace. So some of our favorites, Caroline Glover's Annette, Killer Happy Hour, fantastic dinner menu. And our friends, I think Roland Smokes over there, Kamita. I mean, I just, oh, did, yeah. I just did a cooking class over there, dude. It was awesome. Um, sorry, we plug everything on this podcast. No, they're, they're fantastic. You got to add Chook to that as well. I order Chook probably once a week. It is like the, I feel so healthy and proud of myself every time I eat Chook. Do you that take it home to the thing. family and you're like, look what I, dad brought home this buffet for $22. It's epic. It's the best it, deal in Denver. It is. I actually think that it's good enough. You can go through and it looks like homemade. So if you really play it smart, this is certainly one you can pretend like you were roasting a chicken while you're at the office. That's actually my move. That's a pro move, my friend. It sounds like someone that's been in. You're a combat vet. It sounds like. Right. Uh, shout out to Alex Sedell, Chook Chicken, multiple locations across the metro area. Stanley is one, their original one down in University Park. Um, okay, so John, let's get back to the, the topics at hand. Y'all have been, like Chris said earlier, the Oscar Blues thing. Y'all have always been on the forefront of marketing and I guess partnerships and things of that nature, seeing the forefront of the industry. What do we have next? What can folks look forward to besides the Oscar Blues thing? What else do we have in the docket coming up? We've got some great events planned, uh, you know, and I think one of the nice things that we're looking forward to I'm sitting in on this meeting, so I can listen to it. But you're not, you're not interrupting. I just, I'm just listening. No 
Um, yep. Okay. So continue on. We'll take that out. <laughs> no, no, that was just, that was awesome. I couldn't figure out who it was. <laughs> like who's monitoring us. Um, <laughs> that's too funny. You know, I think that I, I think the next phase, I think the most important phase and what we can't wait for, and I don't know when it happens. I hope it happens soon. Um, but when it does, we'll be ready. And we're just trying to kind of gear up and make sure we're ready for that day is when we see so, uh, social consumption and, you know, social consumption and our ability to actually, as a, as a community, go to a venue that's, that's exciting and fun and, and stimulates us and enjoy a joint, you know, next to someone who's having a glass of wine. I think that's going to be such an important component. So we're not there yet. Um, but I think in the short term, we're working on different ways that we can activate just really cool, authentic experiences. So, and, and connect with consumers while we're getting ready and getting better and, and getting ready for these social consumption days. We just did- um, Yes, you can so, sponsor our dinner series one month. Yeah, we, okay, would we would love to. We would love to. Oh, we would love to. We, you know, we, <laughs> well, you just done, missed the last one. It was epic. I never get invited to shit like that. You got to start inviting me for it instead of afterwards. All right, it's all right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll move up in the friend list and we'll get the invite before the event happens in the future. So it'll be good. We'll, we'll ring the weed. Hey, John, this has actually not existed yet, but the episode drops after. So I'll send you. Oh, perfect. Oh, I'm just a dick. Hey, what I a appreciate dick. you not response. supporting our company and our, our venture no. calls. Well, separately, you know, I'll tell you, we would love to. You know, we, we did some really cool. Um, uh, we did some cool uh, paired dinners last year with, with customers and we did a one with bud dinners. And they were such fun events. And so I think as the rules become uh, able to do more of those, we're excited about it in the short term. We try and find our lane. Like uh, last week, we do these partnerships with uh, Icelandic every year, which is they're a phenomenal partner and so much fun to work with. They put on Winter on the Rocks. So we were able to activate that a couple of ways. And we did uh, one of our activations was a bus that actually took people from the bottom parking lots to the top of Red Rocks. So you could ride up in, in style, ride up in comfort. And if you so chose to sample a product, there was products to sample. And it was just cool, you know, and it's a fun way to interact with the customer, to say hello, not really get in their face, but just like be part of a fun experience. And I think that's what we're going to look at for more of those opportunities. We've done really well in those historically. Um, so looking to get involved with more concerts, dude, I'd love to get involved with your food session, your, your, your cooking things. That'd be awesome. Chris, we're like, going to use are... this podcast from now on just to guilt folks into giving us money or product. That's what this podcast is now, I think. Yeah, it's perfect. It's on record. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Listen, we, we want to, as a brand, one of the things that we think is important, and I actually think it's one of the things that separates us, is that we are really trying to interact with people when they're just living their life and trying to find ways to be part of what they're doing and, and use our products to maybe elevate that experience a bit, as opposed to it being the only focal point of it. So if we find ways to interact with our, with, with customers, with future customers, with, you know, the bud tenders who sell our product, we love that shit. And that's, that's really like, we have a whole team and we've got a budget for that and for that alone. Perfect. Just go ahead and send me that budget number and we'll work yeah, something right? out. We work from the top down, so it's not Perfect. a problem. You know, caviar, yeah, yeah. caviar Tuesdays over at the Veritas <laughs> office. It's hilarious. Yeah, like, like popcorn and popcorn and uh, porn and soda water. <laughs> popcorn and porn. I like it. There you go. Yeah. Unicorn poop. 
Yes, there we go. Bada bing. It's just Perfect. names, ro- just genius concepts are rolling off our tongue. Um, and we agree with you, you know, getting the name out there and doing things that are fun. And that's why we started the dinner series. We're going to do them every month, showcasing a different chef in the community that pairs cannabis similar to that of like, like you were saying, like where you can sit next to somebody with a wine glass. And while we're probably miles away from dual consumption licenses, what we're hoping to do is just showcase that cannabis especially those that have great cannabis like our friends at Cali's that did the one in February they've been partners with us we love Charles and the team over and the family over there and Seton Smith and y'all and folks like that like pairing it like it's a fine wine with a dinner should be a not only a regular experience but it shouldn't be nose turned down at either so y'all kind of regular making it a regular occurrence or normalizing it's desensitizing it just like you know shootings at schools or trump trying to take over elections things like that we've, we've hopefully we've it's slightly better than those things hopefully yeah. it's slightely better than those things it's just desensitization <laughs> desensitization is all we're looking for out of this you know we're trying exactly. to grow the brand as well as grow a little bit of awareness about how great the product is no we got that we've got some new brands that we're gonna be bringing out pretty soon that we're excited about and again they're they're collaborations we, we try and stay away from you know, there's a lot of celebrities who just kind of want to throw their name on something, and we don't really think that moves the you bar. Can call out Little Wayne. He hasn't listened to this podcast <laughs> in months. He, he's not a regular <laughs> listener. No, he was in season one when we were top 100. But since we fell off the list, fucking COVID, uh, we have since dropped. I know it's real bullshit, and so we haven't seen after as much this long. interview. You're back top. You're at least got to be top like five thousand after this interview. This has got to definitely help you. That. I didn't know we were below 5,000, John, but uh, are you saying that there's a Veritas boost that's coming in stored? I don't know what the size of the pool that you're dealing with is. So I, I hope you're not expecting too much from this. From this. <laughs> well, Chris has two, three parents. I have three parents. So we got at least six listeners. Um, you know, so, you know, my parents are probably listening to this too. So you may have as many as eight. Hi, mom and dad. We love Montrose. Yeah, we do. In fact, we support all of Colorado and, you know, the grandson that's at Wyoming University that was on the last podcast, Stories of Years Old. (laughs) That was gosh damn funny. Uh, But yeah, so, you know, I agree wholeheartedly with you. I wish I don't want to tip the hand. Are you allowed to mention what we've got? You know, you mentioned strains are coming. You have got the IPA working with the Oscar Blues and it's a pop up on the website. It looks like it's a pretty cool little label. Um, are we allowed to tip our hand on what's coming out? Yeah, you know, we've got a couple of pheno hunts. I know we've got a muffin's breath pheno hunt, and I believe a, a uh, peking duck pheno hunt. And then we Please also elaborate. have uh, so each of those are items we grew as a first cut uh, a few months ago. Really liked uh, multiple phenos, ended up taking three of those that we flowered out. And so we'll be selling those products in packages that have three one gram servings of, you know, for instance, I'm not sure what phenol numbers they are. So, uh, but could be peaking duck one, two, and seven. We'll ask customers to give us feedback and they'll help us to determine which one we're going to keep in the garden long-term. It's a great way to kind of, for the consumer to get involved and just see the differences in the siblings and what goes into picking the strain that ultimately adds, we, we add to the library. So we've got a couple of those coming. Um, we've got another one that is the lineage box that we're super pumped about. So that one will have the lineage box. So that one, I'm going to actually open my email right now and pull it up so I get it right. But we've, we've flowered out the mother and the father and the child. Um, oh, so yeah, you already talked just, about that. You talked about that earlier. You don't have to, re- oh, you can reread it, but I'll say, if you don't want to look up the email. Uh, it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. 
So yeah. it, that'll be super tasty. Those are fun. Um, we've got some other cool collaborations. We're doing a live resin pen with Native Roots right now that's going really well. Uh, I think that we're going to make that a consistent product that we're pretty excited about. We don't typically freeze our flowers, so a little bit of a unique piece. Um, have you seen that got... become more regular? Like, I mean, obviously y'all are in the pre-roll game, but you're starting to see people do a little bit more of the water hash and, you know, those quick ice baths and turn it, you know, and press and wax. Is that something you're seeing on the forefront? Is that something crazy? Well, that's... Yeah, actually, one of our brands that we work with is Olio, which is one of the top uh, hash brands out there, specifically in live rosin. We were one of the first people to do live rosin. So we've been washing rosin for a long time. We believe wholeheartedly in that as an application as well. Um, very flavorful, obviously, is that, you know, it, it's like the most pure representation of the flower. Nothing's being burned. Um, we've seen a lot of demand for our other marks to be involved with some of those things. So that's where the native roots collaboration with Veritas comes. Nice. But we love, I mean, Olio, if you guys like hash, we'll certainly set you up with Olio as well. I and mean, we've got a great lab. We do live resin, we do rosin. And on Olio, we'll be launching a uh, strain specific live rosin gummy soon, which we're very excited about. So we got all kinds of fun stuff in the pipe. It's going to be a busy, busy next couple months. That's Man, awesome. I believe it. That does sound great. Um, John, I appreciate you joining us today to talk about, you know, what, what's going on over at the Veritas camp. You know, give us a little insight into the world of uh, working with cookies and telling us what Oscar Blues is like. I don't recommend their Market Street location if it's still even alive. Um, but <laughs> their beer's great, but the food over there, oh, um, I, you don't have to, I'll cut that out for your friends. Um, but oh, it's hilarious. It's, too funny. Uh, it's really bad. Like they try to do like this new Orleans style. I used to have an office right behind it. Great uh, TV setup. Love the drumsticks on the ceiling. Uh, thought it was a really cool vibe. You could drink beer and whiskey all day, but, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they have, you no, know, they, they have great beer. <laughs> we're not involved with the food. So, uh, feel free to take it. However. Actually, don't. No, it's probably mean. <laughs> it's very funny though. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we're authentically ourselves. Um, before, I like it. That's good. Before we go, Chris has come up with some really clever questions that because he wasn't with us the last time we did an episode, I really want him to hit home some of these other ones. Chris, I'm thinking cartoon stoned appetite. What do you think? Yeah, those sound good. Uh, John, I hope you're sitting down and you're not on speakerphone in front of your kids because these are some hard hitters. I'm sitting down. And if I remember, I said something offensive last time. I'm going to do my very best to not say something offensive this time. Did we cut it out or did we leave it out? Because no, yeah, right now I think we're coming for Rogan and uh, I don't want to be in that group. If they find our Terry <laughs> Shivo jokes, I'm screwed. <laughs> Terrible. Way to reference. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> digging, okay. digging, when you pull the Terry Shivo out, you're digging deep. I like it though. I mean, it's a very small group of people that appreciate those jokes, but a smaller group of people that would be offended by them. True, true. It's pretty safe. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit better than Rogan. Spotify's not pulling a hundred of our episodes, <laughs> except for maybe lack of listens. Misinformation <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out. Yeah. Well, let's start bringing your chefs to our office and you guys can do your uh, interviews actually stoned for your stoned appetite and we'll see how that goes. That, that'll, I just oh, want a chunk of future reader of yours. No, seriously, man, we'd love to host you for that. Oh. Uh, Okay, so Chris, this home office may little, he may not be joking. He may get us a Veritas sign that says, whatever, eat well, smoke better. <laughs> oh, no, I'm down with it, brother. I'm down with it. <laughs> the Veritas Cannabis Stoned Appetite Studio. We'll figure it out. We're not wordsmiths. Yeah, we need to figure <laughs> out our logo too. 
uh, yeah, we have our guy Eatwell joining us on uh, two weeks uh, for that one. So New Orleans based artist is going to do some of our work. But at the same time, all of our last seven were failed disasters. Uh, eight's the charm. It's always the eighth one. That, it's the one that lasts. It's a, yeah, thanks, John. You're brutally optimistic and I respect that. <laughs> uh, well, Chris, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll mute myself. I'm sorry. All right, this is our Cartoon Network question of the week. If you could be any cartoon character, who would it be and why? I could be any cartoon character living or dead like it like in, in oh, history. Yeah, yeah Wait, they could How many cartoon characters die? What cartoons are you watching? Well, like cartoons die like you don't see like Looney Tunes around anymore, so I call that if like you want to be Blue's Clues, you can be Blue's Clues. I I would love to be Blue's Clues. I mean, that would be a win for sure. I can be any cartoon character ever. It's a tough decision because they all have like special things that make them fun. But I would probably say that I would want to be a, on The Simpsons because I want those guys like live forever and they're still running. So I think that I'd still be employed. And I would want to be, uh, if I was going to be on The Simpsons, fuck, I'd want to be Duffman because that guy was just a roving party and he was always a blast. <laughs> Chris, I think that is the reason you ask this question. I don't think the year is young. I don't think we're going to get a better cartoon answer than that. That is the most remarkable response I've ever fucking heard. Did Duff you Man. ever see Duffman not smiling? That dude was so happy with what he was doing, drinking his he beers. A, he had a belt clip of beer. Of course he was, was awesome. It's me with my I, coffee cup full of wine. <laughs> A few years ago, I took my kids to Universal Studios and they have like a Duffman like thing. I was so excited about it. A Duffman shirt, Duffman belt. They didn't have the belt you could hold the beers in, but I would certainly love that. It'd be great. It really should have been like a clip in where you could put any 12 ounce normal size beer, but it has the shell of Duff. I mean, you're talking about, I can think of like 78 people in Mississippi right now that would be wearing that, like personally. Oh, Dude, that's why I went for my Halloween costume next year. I'm going to spend the rest of the year building it. Lake Charles, Louisiana would have loved the beer belt. <laughs> well, listen, that's the that's my bailout plan. I'm going to go sell a bunch of beer belt clips in Lake Charles. It would be great. My retirement plan. Hey, well, the retirement plan can also be cannabis. Obviously, um, you know, people move a little bit slower, but Mississippi and Louisiana are both on the docket for medicinal cannabis. So, I mean, the retirement plan, you could just be like a consult over there and just like... Watch the hurricanes roll in from Northwestern State University. I bet you could sell a lot of weed pre-hurricane. Yeah, have you ever been in the South when a hurricane's coming? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in college during Katrina. Okay, well, so yeah. So like the liquor stores all sell out. Like that, they have hurricane parties. And I think that you would, we did weed would make too. that experience better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. It made people, the keep calm theory may be a little bit more beneficial if cannabis is available, but it's kind of in that same boat of, you remember when Hancock declared cannabis and alcohol like non-essential for those two hours or whatever, and everybody <laughs> ran to Argonauts and Molly's and all, Chris and I ran to the, like the corner store and there was people lined up. We were just buying boxes of wine. <laughs> Mike and I ran to the conference room and were terrified trying to figure out what we we're going to do with all the weed we had coming. So that was, I do remember those three hours. Those were terrifying. <laughs> Not fun hours. Well, congrats I'm on glad being they came to essential. I mean, the we do come to our office. Over here. The front door of our office says uh, federally legal, locally essential. And we think that's, uh, that's how we try and live our life. You know, it's, do stuff that matters around here. 
I, I mean, I applaud that and I appreciate that motto. Uh, we like to believe that as well. We are also federally legal and we try to support local. Um, Chris, before we get to the last question and let's John get back to his life, let me give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Seedon Smith, the dart pen. We love that thing. I saw that it is in fact in the THC classic, which we are judging. We will not be biased, don't worry, but at the same time, it's the only dart in there. Um, everything else is normal, but we won't be biased, but we do love the dart pen. So go give it a whirl, check the contents out. Also check out the contents of this question. Chris, go for it. All right, John, this is our stoned appetite question of the week. <clears throat> so let's say you had a big brainstorming, marketing, sales, whatever meeting at the office late, smoked hella ton of Veritas. When you get home, what's that late night snack, like fridge, freezer, pantry, what do you get? So I, um, a few years ago, became celiac, which is a terrible experience, like eliminates all like the, a bunch of food that I loved. And so it made me like all skinny and healthy, but now I've discovered other things. And this is like, this is my new favorite snack. I found these tortillas that are actually made out of cheese. So they're like cheese wraps and I've been making backwards burritos. So you can make like the slice of cheddar and you can do like a, like a sloppy at home taco meat and all the fixings and then roll the cheese around it. So it's like a, uh, you know, you can, you can make sandwiches, but it's all inside out. So you make my God, John. Okay, first of all, thankful for your celiac disease. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible. You just How dropped much? the biggest stoner bomb on this. You've had an excellent final, you know, home stretch here. It makes you very creative. You know, you're like, oh shit, I'm hungry. I'm stoned. I can't eat that. What am I going to do? And you get forced to get really creative and it works. No. This kind of reminds me of the KFC sandwich where they put the chicken where the bread would be. But yes. at the same time, we see this where people use a flat top grill, skid, uh, flat top like skillet or whatever, flat top. And they grill that fucking cheese and it becomes crunchy on the outside. And they usually throw oh, it on so top crunchy. of something. You've just made a shell out of it. Dip That's into the most good American hot sauce. thing I've your What's your hot sauce? Um, so I like a lot of different hot sauces. I like one called Gringo Bandito, which is out of California and it's super tasty. Um, I, I like the local, the Murphs one. I order, I have all the Murphs flavors in there yeah. and there's another the one out of lime. Steamboat. Ooh. Yeah. The electric lime. That's my go-to for almost everything. The breakfast and then I, with the eggs. Yeah. And the other one, have you tried the ones out of Steamboat? I think it's like the Yampa sauce company or something like that. I They're have super not cool. been tagging like, them in this. Fantastic. They're very good. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, what's it called? Are you guys come I'm over? We'll, we'll try some John. weed. Yeah. Snacks. It'll be great. Come to the office anytime. We really kind of, this should have been an in-person. We should have planned more accordingly and that's on us. Um, but at the same time, it sounds like you've got, you know, not only a lot on your plate at work, but at home, it sounds like you have an excellent plate of food. So I, I respect that. You've done very well here. And I'm grateful, man. Have you done another podcast since our last one? You've gotten much better. <laughs> take you you know it's uh you gotta get better i really sucked I, I poured over the tape and i was like i can't suck this bad again they won't talk to me again so it was work i'm glad it got glad it got better i mean you're a shanahan in the in the in the studio room. you're just sitting there you're reviewing tape you don't ever get any sleep you use a tanning bed because you stay inside grinding so long i love it, <laughs> that's John. exactly right i actually have tanning beds we up our office got tanning beds that way we look like we go outside every once in a while for a second you had me there 
<laughs> I'll show them to you. You'll see. Wait, are you fucking serious? Yeah, we we hang the grow lights. That keeps us gives a little bit of an orange uh, glow. I was about to be like, yeah, I will definitely come out there and utilize your. <laughs> God damn it. Now I look like the asshole. Well, John, I appreciate you jumping on with us today. Thanks for kind of giving us the insight about Veritas. Before we go, for folks that want to be involved in the pheno hunts, for folks that want to follow you on Instagram, or at least just see what y'all are cooking up over there or when, you know, what's going on, how can everybody find y'all's products, y'all's website, y'all's socials? Sure. So absolute best place is our website. We've got a phenomenal website. It's got the ability to, you can filter by strain. Uh, that's available near you. So if there's something you like, you can get your way there. That's uh, veritascannabis.com. Um, we also are very active on all the major social channels, specifically Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I believe that we're Veritas Cannabis. It's tough to keep up with those because you always get shut down. We had, uh, <laughs> since, since the last time we spoke, we had this, we had a run I know, like five months. I know, you had to go private like Dude. multiple times. We, it's, you know what the, the problem is? Like it's anybody, like anybody who gets a little bit of an agitation, like the, it's a competitor, it could be whatever, can report any image at any time. And then Instagram thinks that you're breaking the rules because technically you're breaking the rules. So we lost 100,000 followers worth, worth of Instagram accounts in like a few months. It was just exhausting. So we do most of our stuff on our website now. We're still very active on all the social channels. They just can shut down all the time. Yeah, I know the feeling oh so well. Uh, we've tried to stop just even throwing darts. Just you know, like not even cheeky comments anymore. Like, oh, like every time I do, I get flagged for something new. I've pulled all pictures yeah. of flower. I like I do the most vague cannabis posts, or I pair it with food so you don't even fucking know it's weed. Like it's it. Social it's media silly. has gotten so Twitter's more friendly, but TikTok and Instagram, like TikTok, I might as well just go fuck myself because every time <laughs> I post something that's not specifically like if I try to do anything in a cannabis, like since it's gone, like there that's isn't not fucking around. Well, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know it's horrible. And that'll have to change. And that's, you know, hopefully that's all the stuff we have to look forward to because in the short term, it's like a lot of work, but it's, you know, whatever. It's still fun work. Just means you got to do it a few times. Man. Well, John, I appreciate you joining us today. I want to give a shout out to Andre and the team over at Grasslands for setting this all up. Y'all are too kind. Y'all are too fantastic. Um, but for our listeners out there, y'all know that we like to give a quiz and we usually put it at the end because we want you fuckers to listen. Instead of a quiz this week, I'm going to tell y'all right now, just because y'all are loyal listeners, that we will put the tickets on sale for the dinner series midnight Thursday. I'll tell everybody on social media Friday. So go grab those tickets at midnight strike of 1201 Thursday. That's all we've got this week. Thanks again for tuning in. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.